Hey, BillOReilly.com premium members, welcome to the No Spin News, Thursday, March 19th, 2020, fight for your freedom. And we're kind of limited now in our freedom because the public health authorities have limited us to what we can and can't do. Goes against the spirit of Americans, my spirit, but at the end of the broadcast, I'm telling you what I am going to do this weekend. And you might be curious about that. That's coming up. All right, so President Trump, um, I'm not going to use the soundbite because it's too long and convoluted. And I'm not criticizing Mr. Trump. I mean, he's, <clears throat> he's doing what he should do. And we laid it out yesterday, the timeline, about what happened in China, collided with impeachment in the USA, Obviously, President Trump was diverted by impeachment. And I have a soundbite I'm going to play you in a little while about what I said today on the radio about it. But if you didn't see last night's uh, No Spin News, go back and watch it. Because I just micro detail all things that were happening in China on the contagion. At the same time, all the things that were happening in impeachment. So any human being, any human being who is being impeached as a president, going to pay attention to impeachment. So his attention was diverted, as was mine in the media. I covered the impeachment. I wasn't worrying too much about what was happening in Wuhan, although I did alert every BillOReilly.com subscriber on January 22nd, way before most of the other media, that this was going to be a problem. And again, we have that posted. So history will show that one of the reasons the contagion was allowed to get in here without bulwarks was because of impeachment. That is a fact, a historical fact. Now, the media will never report it in a million years because the media drove impeachment. And the Democrats would never acknowledge it. But once this contagion is over, Donald Trump should look at that and use it in his campaigning because this absolutely diverted not only the president's attention, but his whole cabinet. Everybody was locked in on impeachment. And you need to accept that fact. Because impeachment was bogus. I told you that. It was trumped up, pardon the pun, just designed to hurt his reelection campaign. They knew there wasn't going to be any conviction. And the garbage about Ukraine was just insane. So we're suffering now for two reasons, China, absolutely, and impeachment. It's not the incompetence of Donald Trump or the federal government. They're actually doing a pretty good job. And so are most of the states. I mean, even Andrew Cuomo, who is a far left nut now, he's been very efficient here in New York. So I call him as I see him, and I see him in a sane way, and you know that. Okay, so what else happened today that you should know? ICE is not going to uh, enforce immigration law by rounding people up in the midst of this contagion. Why? Because it puts the agents themselves in danger. Everybody understands that. So the raids are on pause. I'm for that. Now, the illegal aliens 
they're just as susceptible to the contagion as the citizenry. No, I hope if you're in this country illegally and you speak the language and you're trying to figure out what's happening, don't put yourself and others at risk, all right? You can't go home. They don't want you now. And if we had open borders like the Democratic Party wants, you'd have Italy. We'd be Italy right now. And Italy is past now China in cases of the contagion. Italy is number one. No border control. That's what that was all about. All right, so ICE is out. Um, State Department, State Department is telling everybody in the world, if you're an American citizen, come home. All right. Um, Can't force them. GM and Chrysler and Ford not going to make cars. They're suspending production um, until at least March 30th, but that'll go way beyond that. They have too many cars in the lots. They can't sell the cars, although I'm telling you and telling you and telling you, if you need a car, buy it now. You'll get the best deal on the car, because they can't move them, and the interest rates are zero. You get a loan. If you need a car, buy it now. Um, So the auto uh, industry is getting smashed. Um, Travel industry, nobody's, who's traveling? Nobody. So airlines getting smashed, cruise ships smashed, resorts smashed, everybody. And this is all over the world. Not going to be any European travel this summer. Very little. Um, People are scared. And that'll cut down any airlines. And, you know, on and on and on and on. So you can assume there will be a recession. I don't think it's going to be a depression because I think if our virus patterns follow China, remember China locked down Wuhan. That means that no one in, no one out. So we can't do that here. Uh, I guess we could, but that'd be martial law with guns and police and military. But that's what China did. It's locked it down. Nobody in, nobody out. And then you can go out of your house once every three days, get some supplies or whatever. Now, the China thing has down, all right? Almost out, they say. I don't believe a word they say, but I think the pandemic in China is really uh, subsiding. That's two months. January, February, we're in mid-March now. It really picked up steam there uh, in uh, mid-July, mid-January. I'm hoping it's two months here, so that'll be May, mid-May that we subside, things are under control, whatever. Um, There are new drugs being looked at. President Trump talked about that today. Um, Some malarial drugs, some other things. Good. And when they have a definitive announcement, I'll bring it to you. Everybody will bring it to you. They're testing vaccines on human beings. And And they'll get one. They'll get one. Look, the United States of America defeated the Kaiser in 1918. We defeated Hitler, Tojo, Stalin's Soviet Union expansion. We defeated Al-Qaeda, ISIS, and the Jihad. We did. Us. America. If we can defeat this disease, it will just be added to that resume. Come up with a vaccine. Come up with a cure. And I think we will. Economically, the stock market is up and it's down. Um, 
Some people are going to make millions of dollars in the coming year or two by investing in stocks that have collapsed but are fundamentally good countries that will come back when the economy comes back. But I can't tell you to do that. I haven't done it. I haven't deployed any new money into the market. I have some ideas, but one bad thing happens, market's down another 3,000 points. So you be very, very cautious with your money. But there is money on the sidelines. So some people are going to go in, and some people are going to make a lot of money in the next year or two. But some people will lose. It's like going to Vegas. Very tough. California homeless. Now, from the beginning of this pandemic, California authorities and New York City and other places knew homeless people living on the streets together in tents in these big compounds were very vulnerable to this contagion. But they did nothing. The authorities did nothing. Zero. Because they're afraid of it. All right, so San Francisco, Los Angeles, New York City, they're afraid of the homeless people. Because the homeless people are not going to cooperate. Why? Because most of them are addicted to hard drugs. They're drug addicts. They're not going to go into a place where they can't get their heroin or methamphetamine or whatever they're taking, fentanyl. They're not going to go to a place that's not where they can't get that every day. That's what they want. That's what they live for. That's why they have no money. That's why they band together. And that's what these homeless camps are all about. Drug addiction. They've massed together. Authorities know that. Everybody knows it. Cops know it. Social workers know it. Everybody knows it. Media will not report it. I mean, in some places, they're trying to tell you that these homeless people, oh, they're just, uh, they can't get a job. It's the biggest lie I have ever heard in my entire career in journalism. They are substance abusers. They are addicts. And addicts are not going to do what you ask them to do, ever. Their primary goal in life, they don't even care if they, lie, if they die. They don't care if they die. They don't care if they get AIDS. They don't care. They want their drugs. So the authorities would have to force them at gunpoint to go someplace, to break up. And the authorities got nowhere to put them. That's what's happening with the homeless people. You will never hear that in any media circle. You know this crazy congresswoman, Ilan Omar? Well, she actually is praising President Trump for his actions during the pandemic. Pretty incredible, I have to say. And I'm going to give uh, the congresswoman from Minnesota uh, some airtime. So put it on the screen. I'll read it for you. Quote, politics aside, is incredible and the right response in this critical time. He's talking about Donald Trump. Congressman Presley always says, unprecedented times require unprecedented leadership, and we are seeing that in our country right now. I have faith that we will survive this as a nation and build together. Finally, we should never let politics get in the way of good policy. It's a good start, and hope others will be part of a united front to push for good policies that will help us work through the economic anxiety the country is feeling right now, unquote. All right, got to give her credit. You're not going to hear Bernie Sanders say that, or Joe Biden. I give a correct percentage. Right, let's take you to Orange County, uh, California. Very affluent area, south of Los Angeles. The, one of the few conservative areas in the Golden State. 
I love going to Orange County. I like uh, Huntington Beach. I like Niguel, Laguna Niguel. I like San Clemente. I like the coastline. I like the mountains. I like everything about it. I don't like the Los Angeles Angels that much, but I'll go watch them. So Orange County, they basically say, hey, you're under martial law if you live out there. We're going to tell you what you can do and what you can have to do. It's pretty spooky. All right. And the cops are going to back it up, unlike most other places. So all public and private gatherings in Orange County, California are banned. The only thing you can do is hang with your family. Anybody in a dwelling can go out for a walk together. But if you want to go for a walk with your neighbor across the street, you can't. That was against the law. That's too much. I'm sorry. It's too much. All right, so restaurants closed down. Um, only essential activities take place in Orange County. What are essential activities? Good question, Bill. Okay, here they are. Um, grocery stores are open. Police stations are open. Firehouses are open. TV, radio, and media service repairmen can work. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? So if your TV breaks down, your cable goes out, you can call and somebody will come. That's a lap in Orange County. Plumbers, laundromats, and um, food services, carry out food services. So in and out Burger, I guess you can do that. Okay, that's it. That's all. And again, at the end of this uh, broadcast, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do here in Long Island this weekend. But if I was in Orange County, I would not be happy. If I want to hang with a friend of mine, I should not be denied doing that. That's not, we're not at that point yet. Okay, let's go to San Miguel County, Colorado. Now, as some of you know, I used to work in Denver. I know Colorado as well as anybody knows Colorado. San Miguel County is Telluride. It's a mountain county. One of the most beautiful counties in the world, not just in the United States, is stunning. So, very few people live in San Miguel County. Telluride's a little town. It's a great town and a good ski place. So, they have prohibited, not quite as bad as Orange County, but there's a new wrinkle. The county says you have to be tested for the virus. Everybody. But there's no sanction if you disobey that order. So you don't get arrested or fined. But they want everybody tested. I'm not quite sure why, but everybody's supposed to be tested. All right? You cannot visit anybody in San Miguel County. You can't drive your car in there. They're going to turn you back. That's Wuhan. That's China. All right? Nope. Nobody in. And uh, you got to stay in your house. So if I want to go to a hike around the mountains in San Miguel County, I can't. They're a little dicey on that. The population there is only 8,000. Only 8,000 people. Everybody knows everybody. Um, they're a little dicey about whether I can go hike. But I'll tell you what. If I were living in San Miguel County, I want to go hike, I'm going to hike. You don't catch the coronavirus by a pine tree. So this will file this under overreaction, in my opinion, my humble opinion. Now, London, underreaction. 
London, England, 9 million people. Do whatever you want. Buses are there, cabs are there, tubes running. Everybody's running. No, no problem. Uh, you want to go someplace? You can go. They uh, are recommending they don't go to a restaurant, but they're not forcibly shutting them down. Um, London, and if any city in the world has got potential to have this pandemic hit, it would be London, but there. All right, so there you go. Let's get into um, the media a little bit, all right? So I've been telling you for years here on BillOReilly.com that the corporate media runs the show. 90% of the national news comes out of corporations. Disney, Comcast, that's NBC, AT&T, that's CNN, all right, News Corp, that's Fox. They're all controlled. Okay, Viacom, CBS, on and on and on. The control filters down to the individual reporters. They know, let me give you an example. CNN knows that Jeff Zucker, who runs that outfit, hates Trump. And if you don't hate Trump, you're not going to get promoted or get assignments at CNN. That's the way it is. Period. Now, Disney is fascinating. They run a show called The View. Now, The View is not an entertainment program. It's a news program. It goes under the news banner. The View is perhaps the single most propagandistic program in the country. And Disney knows that. Right? It's there to spew out far-left hatred. That's what it is. They put Meghan McCain in there, but poor Meghan just gets battered. That's the view. It didn't used to be that way when Barbara Walters ran it and she created it. It wasn't that way. And I was on it many times, as you know. But now it is simply a propaganda vehicle for an hour in the morning. That's it. Disney is okay with that. In fact, it brands it under its news banner. It's just incredible. Doesn't have to. Could give it to entertainment. So I'm analyzing ABC News. I used to work at ABC News. I did very well at ABC News. And Peter Jennings was a very good friend of mine. And I can't imagine Peter Jennings working for that operation now. But I keep doing a wise Disney, a traditional entertainment outfit, and that needs conservative traditional people to go and to the parks and get its product. Why are they doing this? So I made calls and I, I do what I always do. I investigate it. And Disney is dependent for its entertainment apparatus on Hollywood, 100%. It needs the Hollywood product. It needs the animation. It needs the performers. It needs the writers. It needs the distribution. It needs all of that. Disney has to have it. The entertainment industry is so Trump-hate-centric that if you don't do what the industry wants you to do vis-a-vis -vis President Trump, they cut you off. All right? They don't pitch products. 
People won't work for you. That's why this is happening at Disney. Enter Cecilia Vega, who covers the White House for ABC News. Okay? She is at the briefing yesterday with President Trump. Roll it. Why do you keep calling this the Chinese virus? There are reports of dozens of incidents of bias against Chinese Americans in this country. Your own aide, Secretary Azar, says he does not use this term. He says ethnicity does not cause the virus. Why do you keep using this? A lot it of people say from it's China. racist. It's not racist at all, no, not at all. It comes from China. That's why. It comes from China. I and want to be accurate. Yeah, please, John. I have great love uh, for all of the people from our country. But uh, as you know, China tried to say at one point, maybe they stopped now, that it was caused by American soldiers. That can't happen. It's not going to happen. Not as long as I'm president. Uh, it comes from China. Now, a couple of things. Ms. Vega didn't just ask the question. She was accusing Donald Trump of racist behavior. It was an accusation, not a question. It's like Megyn Kelly's question in the first Republican debate back in 2016. It was an accusation. All right. So Ms. Vega was basically trying to get dissension. Well, the people back, they don't say that. Trying to, so she was accusing, trying to foment dissension and trying to embarrass the president of the United States. Why? Why would you do that if you were a reporter? Now, the question is legitimate. And in fact, I actually agree that President Trump should not call it the China virus or the Chinese virus. He should say it's the virus from China because that's more precise. It's not like the Chinese want to own the virus. So the China virus, Chinese virus, that the virus from China. And I've told that to the president. You know that. I mean, read the United States Trump. I said, your precision of language is very important when you're president. Virus from China. But Ms. Vega doesn't care about any of that. She wants to make him look bad. So we go back to West Nile virus. We didn't have any problem with that. All right. Ebola. That comes from Central Africa. It's named after a region. Lyme disease. It's named after a town in Connecticut. Middle East Respiratory Syndrome, MERS, Middle East, Spanish flu. So, you know, so Trump's not being racist. In fact, you know, he's trying to give China a little of this, no doubt about it. He is trying to give China a little of that. He was teed off about the soldier comment. But going back to Cecilia Vega, she wanted to make him look bad. She wanted to cause destruction. Does that help ABC News viewers? Does it? In this time? And I can guarantee you she went back to her newsroom in Washington, D.C., and they probably applauded her. She'll get a raise. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. What else do we have on the rundown here? Spring break. So I was a dopey kid. Maybe you were too. I wasn't a loon, but I was dopey in high school and college. I went to spring break, but now we have a pandemic. And some of these idiot kids, and I was an idiot kid, are going, I don't care. Roll tape.
If I get Corona, I get Corona. At the end of the day, I'm not going to let it stop me from partying. You know, I've been waiting. We've been waiting for Miami spring break for a while. About two months we've had this trip planned. Like, it's really messing up with my spring break. What is there to do here other than go to the bars or the beach and they're closing all of it? It's really messing up. I think they're blowing it way out of proportion. Yeah, I mean, we planned this a long time ago and it was kind of up in the air if we still go. But, like, we're here. I just turned 21 this year, so I'm here to party. We're going to enjoy ourselves. We having day parties all day. Okay. Now, that shows the selfishness and the mind-numbing stupidity of those people. But again, I can't say I was any better. I think I would have been better in this case. In fact, I know I would have been. Now, those kids, they look at life through their eyes. So they get the virus, they get the virus. But you can infect 30 other people before you even know you have it. You moron. Oh, oh, but I don't even think they care. I want to party. I want to party. I, 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 I. So younger people, they've always been that way. But I think they're worse now than ever. Now, the governor of Florida, DeSantis, made a huge mistake in not saying, no, we're not going to have this beach party this year. He didn't say it. So they flooded down to Clearwater and the Panhandle, uh, not so much into Palm Beach and Lauderdale. They, local authorities there broke it up fast. But DeSantis made a huge mistake. He has now been embarrassed, so now he's closed all the beaches, the governor of Florida. Okay, Bernie and Sid. Now, this is important. If you missed the timeline on the impeachment versus the contagion, I'm going to play you a minute and a half soundbite now of my appearance on WABC Radio this morning. So the first time that, that any American knew there was a problem with the virus was on New Year's Eve, December 31st, when the World Health Organization issued a statement saying there was a mysterious pneumonia in China. So, uh, okay, everybody heard it, but nobody really incorporated it, including the president. Then on January 11th, somebody died in China, but it wasn't really reported as some kind of uh, pandemic or anything like that. It was somebody died from the flu. So then we chug on. On January 21st, the first confirmed case of the virus was reported in America. On January 23rd, what happened the next day? House impeachment managers laid out opening arguments. Everybody's attention went to impeachment, including President Trump. Nobody paid attention to the first confirmed case in the USA because of impeachment. On January 23rd, the same day the House impeachment started, China locked down. So then impeachment chugs along for two more weeks. Everybody ignores the China lockdown and the global health emergency, which was declared on January 30th. But in the middle of impeachment, on January 31st, in the middle of all of this, Donald Trump said no more flights from China. And again, history will show that the impeachment, the bogus, politically driven, three-week ordeal distracted from paying attention to the coronavirus. Okay, I got some good mail and I got what I'm going to do this weekend. Roll the tape on this. We'll be right back. So everybody's been hearing about gold all this week because prices are climbing. And that's not surprising. Experts say a recession could happen, and soon. 
But I want you to pay close attention to what's happening with the banks. Now, you'll remember that $500 billion had to be printed to make the banks have that money to pay their bills. $500 billion. Now, this is what happened in the run-up to the Great Recession of 2008. I'm not trying to scare anybody. These are facts. So what I recommend people to do is check out alternative investments. It's a safe play. Americans who are looking for stability, and many of them have turned to gold and precious metals as a way to protect their savings and retirement funds. That's why I recommend that you contact American Hartford Gold Group to learn more, to get you started. American Hartford Gold Group will give you a free silver coin just for inquiring. So if you're watching the No Spin News right now, and you are, you can get the free coin from the American Hartford Gold Group. No purchase necessary. All you have to do is give them a call, tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. The number is 866-484-0517, 866-484-0517. Again, 866-484-0517. Please call today. All right. Let's go to the mail. Bob Sprague, Chico, California. I'd like to hear more about your opinion on the coronavirus and how the media is handling it. We have chosen CBS and PBS over the other cable networks uh, because they are so biased left or right. Um, I'll do that next week. I'll give you a rundown of uh, how I see the media vis-a-vis the virus, Bob. Uh, I can't endorse CBS or PBS. I haven't seen enough of them. But I have seen what you're referring to in the cable, and you're certainly not getting a good look at the virus and what it entails from those people. And once again, please tell your friends and family to subscribe to BillOReilly.com. Far and away the best coverage here. Charles, outstanding no-spin news. I can think of no better television advertisement than your coverage of the virus. Your final thought segment on the overlap between impeachment and coronavirus was outstanding. Appreciate that, Charles. Uh, Bruce Koryama, Santa Clarita, California. As to the hoarding and sanity going on, a couple of big supermarket chains here in my town have posted signs saying all sales are final and only purchase for the coming week. I, I'd take it further. Um, I'd limit items. So five items. So five cartons of milk, um, five this, five that. Um, that's it. No, it's not the hoarding. Shane Sager, Pavilion, Wyoming. I'm a respiratory therapist who's currently taking care of a number of virus patients. And we do not have enough ventilators uh, in order to pump oxygen into their lungs. Plus, we have a shortage of doctors and therapists to evaluate and operate the ventilators. Well, you're in Wyoming. It's a very rural state, and you're going to have a shortage of health care officials there. As far as the ventilators are concerned, we didn't need them in the United States. You don't stockpile things like respirators and ventilators. Now we need them, and they're on the way. Dale Malik, Akron, Ohio. Do you believe if he temporarily suspended his presidential campaign, it would help President Trump? He has. No more rallies. Uh, maybe he's doing commercials, but I haven't seen any. President Trump, his campaign is right now handling this virus. That's his campaign. Carolyn, concierge member. Thank you, Carolyn. We have cabin fever. I'm a retired professor whose grandkids live far away, 
My brilliant daughter-in-law suggested I hold a class every day via Skype. Rather than worrying about if my neighbors start sneezing, I am class planning. Skype is a very handy tool to communicate with everybody. We use it here to interview people every day. So that's smart. You know, get your grandkids, teach them something. Rather than having them on the stupid machines all day long, shooting zombies or whatever they're doing there. Teresa Bernstad, Conroe, Texas. I really appreciate your guest Mark Penn's viewpoints on the events currently taking place with the coronavirus. Let's see how the movie ends is the most reasonable attitude I've seen. Yeah, Penn's a good guest, no doubt about it. Brad Chase, Ellicott City, Maryland. Uh, during this pandemic, I've watched you each night, Bill, I have to say, and I have said this to my wife as well. This is the best money I have ever spent to educate myself and my family. I'm glad, Brad. I, mean, I think I'm going to use your letter in a advertising. Um, and I'm glad. Uh, Mark Leland, um, Mogador, Ohio. Love the books. Just fitting Killing Jesus. So impressed. I've sent it to my pastor's son-in-law. Just starting Killing Lincoln. Um, part of the wrap I'm going to give you in a minute for this final thought is about reading. Get this free. If you order any of my hardcover books, any of them, including the United States of Trump, which really is important reading now if you haven't. Okay, and if you upgrade a concierge membership, you get any book free. So let's go. Let's get on it. It's Lent, Killing Jesus. I'm going to reread Killing Jesus. That's how good it is. Um, and thank you, Mark. I appreciate it. All right. So um, to make your life easier, we are shipping very quick. So you buy our books. Whatever you buy, we're going to get it to you. And uh, when writing to us, uh, please do not be peck. Sniffian, one of the first words I ever used on the O'Reilly Factor in the word of the day. Peck Sniffian, P-E-C-K-S-N-I-F-F-I-A-N, Peck Sniffian. Do not be Peck Sniffian. One more note, A Killing Crazy Horse, my new ninth killing book, will be delayed until September 15th because we can't get the books to the stores on May. So you can pre-order it. You'll get it first. It's in September. And my um, tour, Who Wants to Be President, will be in September as well. All you guys holding tickets in Fort Wayne, Indiana, October, we have it for you. Honor the tickets. Going to be a great show. All right, another quick break, and I'll tell you what I'm going to do this weekend. As you might know, America's political and economic climate is fragile. On top of that, we have the coronavirus to deal with now. So I want to tell you about a product that can help you prepare. It's a Harvest Right home freeze dryer. Harvest Right makes it easy to preserve food that you can use anytime. With Harvest Right's simple to use appliance, it's an appliance, freeze dry nearly any food you can buy, any food, including my favorites, raspberries and ice cream. The future is a bit uncertain, but Harvest Right gives you peace of mind in these troubling times. Harvest Right is changing the world of food preservation. It's easy. You can't afford to miss it. To learn more, please go to harvestright.com, harvestright.com. All right, final thought. So uh, all of us are limited in our entertainment, and people are going crazy because they can't watch any games. Uh, they can't get out. Little League. I mean, it's on and on. What a mess. What a mess. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to read, uh, I'm rereading a bunch of stuff, including the Andromeda Strain 
the novel, because it ties right into the pandemic here. Um, I'm going to read. And then I'm going to do a lot of walking. I'm going to walk on a beach. Did that last weekend. Beautiful. I'm going to walk around. I'm going to do some exercise. i got biggest exercise bar. I can take on my little strolls, stretching out. And I'm going to take it easy. I usually try to get through the exercise quick. Now I'm not. I don't have anything else to do. So we're going to do that. We're going to do physical exercise. We're going to read. I'll watch some TV, but really, it's useless. It's really useless. Um, there's not a lot of TV that... I'm going to watch the Chuck Berry thing tonight on PBS. Chuck Berry, the old rocker. It's on at 9 o'clock. I'm going to watch it. Um, but very sparse. I'm not going to watch much news. I'll do the update thing. I'll go in. My friend Arthel Neville does it on Fox News. I, I like her, and uh, I'll watch her. But, mm, you know, cut that down. I'm going to uh, sort out stuff in the house. <laughs> Not looking forward to it, but I'm going to do it. Get it or It's too much stuff. I got stuff everywhere. Stuff, 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 stuff. But I find, like, little treasures that I didn't even know I didn't remember. So I'm sorting stuff out. And then I'm going to organize pictures. And that's really important. It's your legacy. It's your life. Organize it. You know, get them with albums or whatever you want to do. We got time. You can do constructive stuff. You can try. And then you talk on the phone. You know, people text. Now you can talk on the phone. You got about like a, I had a conversation with my friend Bruce Fierstein in L.A. Uh, yesterday. He wrote the uh, old school book with me. And he's the author of Real Men Don't Eat Quiche. You want a few laughs? Read old school and real men don't eat quiche. And I'm telling a Fierstein, I went to Boston U with him. You know, he's telling me what's going on in L.A. I'm telling him what's going on in New York. I mean, these are good conversations. On the phone, actual words are going back and forth. <laughs> you know? You got time to do that now. And if you check in with people. So go down your list of acquaintances and say, hey, how are you doing? You feeling all right? You need anything? I mean, that's important. And then if somebody in your circle does need something, go get it for them. If there's some elderly person that needs something, go, go get it. And don't charge them, just buy it. So anyway, that's what I'm doing. I'm a boring guy anyway, but I'm going to... And then I'm going to write down every day what my schedule is. That's important. Write it down. I'm going to do this at this time, this at this time, and then the day will go faster. And then you know what you're doing. Okay? They, they shut down a church, so... And I got to repent every Sunday. If I fall behind, uh, it's over. <laughs> but you can't even go to Mass. They go watch the Mass on television. It's boring enough in person. <laughs> I told the priest, now you're making me watch it on television? Okay. I want you to have a good weekend. Check in with us, please. We'll have everything for you. And we'll see you on Monday.